Welcome to episode four of the official Average Boy podcast. By Bob Smiley as told to Bob Smiley. Oh, very true. Uh, I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy. Today we'll be talking about something that's important to parents. Was part of your grandparents' everyday life but is largely ignored by many kids today. Oh, ooh, is this a riddle? Okay, let me guess. Is it a record player? No, 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 it's a wool sweater. No, wait, it's a landline telephone. Wait a minute, what's a landline telephone? You, you call people, not land. But let's not get off topic. I'm very focused right now. Uh, what, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about your riddle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and all, all your guesses are wrong. We're talking today about manners. Oh, well... Thank you for letting us know about today's topic, Bob. You are ever so welcome, Jesse. Wow, that was a really good example of manners. You know, just like our other podcasts do a good job of covering topics like reading God's Word, dealing with technology, why it's important to go to church, serving, and lots of other stuff. Hey, speaking of other stuff, do you have a joke for us today? I I do indeed. What biblical king was best known for his burping abilities? Well, (laughs) I don't know. King Belshazzar. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I bet he needed a lesson on manners. Wait, I have a question while no one is busy laughing at that joke. Wasn't he the king who threw a big party and allowed his guests to drink from the golden cups that were taken from God's temple? Yeah, he's the one. And then a hand appeared and started writing on the wall. You know, the prophet Daniel had to come and tell the king that God said Belshazzar's reign would quickly come to an end. You don't mess with God, and you don't mess with my parents when it comes to manners. Just the other day, we were eating dinner around the table when someone let out a huge burp. And my mom immediately was like, what do you say when you burp at the table? And my grandmother was like, sorry, excuse me. (laughs) Well, you know, I I figured that'd be your brother. Uh, You know, different people have different ideas when it comes to manners. Some think it's bad manners not to place your napkin in your lap. And others think good manners consist of wiping your mouth on the tablecloth instead of your shirt sleeve. Well, my parents are really big on having good manners. They've stressed the importance of saying please and thank you. So I always try to throw in those words. In fact, here's some examples. Please let me explain why the cat is covered in moss. Thank you for not grounding me for a month. I didn't know the cat didn't like to swim. It appears not to please him. Yeah, there's nothing as important as using those magic words. Please, thank you. Also, look out for that crazy cat. I just recently added that last one and has proved to be very helpful. My family not only believes in acting your best, but also in looking your best. This starts early in the morning. Mom mom says taking a shower is important, and I kind of agree with her. I play in the creek behind our house a lot, and that keeps me clean. Besides, grown-ups pay a lot of money for mud masks and algae body wraps. I get both every single day for free. Wow, that's really frugal of you, Bob. You know, And here are some free tips about manners. When someone asks you to pass the salt, it's proper etiquette to pass the salt and the pepper at the same time. Uh, And to make a good first impression, you want to firmly shake an adult's hand and look him or her directly in the eye. Yeah, not only does that show respect to other people when you use good manners, but I found that adults treat me better when I do that. I realized this last year when I was 
in Miss Fairclough's class. My teacher always said it was very dangerous to lean back in our chairs. She had a strict no leaning back in your chair policy in her class, which is crazy because how else am I going to look back and see what Sarah is doing? But knowing this rule, I was always very, very careful when I leaned back in my chair. Usually I did it when Miss Faircloth wasn't looking. One day I leaned way back in my chair and my head was hanging upside down. I was actually trying to get my nose parallel to the floor so Xander could toss a Skittle into one of my nostrils. I, I should point out that this was science class and we were testing a theory. So I leaned way past the safe point, but I did get my nostrils perfectly pointed upward as Xander tossed a red Skittle toward my nose. You know, here's what I don't understand. How could the quarterback of our football team be so bad at throwing Skittles? Anyway, the candy hit me right in the eye, and I went crashing to the floor. As I fell, I remember thinking three things. One, Miss Faircloth was right about the danger of leaning back in your chair. Number two, someone had stuck gum on the ceiling. Who does that? And number three, it's not always fun to hear Sarah laugh. Miss Faircloth ran to the back of the room. She yelled, Mr. Smiley. I was like, yes, ma'am trying to sit up. By the way, it's never good when a teacher calls you by your last name. She looked at me and she was like, what's the rule about chairs? And I said, you pick one based on comfort and whether it matches your kitchen table. I was kind of hoping to lighten the mood with a joke. She then began a long lecture about her chair rule. And I kept saying, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm not on any medication. I had to say that several times. At the end of her speech, she paused and said, look, I can tell you're a really nice boy with good manners, so I'm not going to send you to detention. Just be careful and follow the rules from now on. Wow, it's so cool that you didn't get into trouble. Uh, But a quick note to our listeners. God doesn't want us to have good manners just to escape getting into trouble. Uh, That's a bonus he threw in. But God does want us to act respectfully toward people so we can be a good representative of him. You know, being rude will not only keep us from making friends, it will also hurt our chances of telling some people about God. So let's go over some ways to show good manners. Oh, okay, I've got some great ideas. Hold open the door for women. Uh, Don't shout in the library, even if a pop-up book scares you. Uh, Never play trumpet in a moving car. Those are good and very specific. Uh, Here's some more. Always set the table with the napkin on the left side of the plate. Look at people when they're talking. And you need to bow your head and close your eyes when you say grace. Oh, here's another one. Call adults Mr., Mrs., or Ms., or Miss, and their last name, unless they tell you to do otherwise. Yeah, and you also shouldn't rest your elbows on the table when you eat or your foot, even if you have a really cool blister you want to share with everyone. I found that out last week. Uh, What are some other good ones? Oh, never roll your eyes at people. That's super rude. Always say please, thank you, and excuse me. Greet relatives you haven't seen in a while with a hug and a hello. And, oh, while burping ABCs is really impressive, it's not socially acceptable, I'm told, over and over. Well, you know, I I hadn't heard some of those, uh, and I know a lot of other good rules exist. In fact, there are so many rules that it may seem impossible to have good manners. So instead of trying to memorize a bunch of rules, it's best to focus on the reasons behind those rules. And reason number one is to show respect for people. You know, the Bible is big on respect. When Jesus walked the earth, he showed respect to the lowest people in society, the sick, the outcast. You know, he touched people that other people would never touch. 
and he came to serve. He was completely unselfish. Romans 15.2 says, We should all please our neighbors. Let us do what is good for them. Let us build them up. You know, you can please your neighbors by having good manners. And reason two is that you put your faith in action. Not only can your good manners make others feel good, you can actually show Christ's love with your actions. When you hold open the door for a mom carrying a baby or let an older person move ahead of you in line at the store, you're displaying God's love. The Bible says Christians stand out by the love they show. If you have the opportunity to help someone or show good manners, remember this verse. Dear children, don't just talk about love. Put love into action. Then it will truly be love. It's from 1 John 3.18. And that means don't just talk about having good manners or memorize a list of rules. Get out there and let God's love shine through your actions. God may even use your good manners to encourage somebody to start a relationship with him. Oh, all this talk about manners reminds me of a question that I received at my website, averageboy.org. It was from Kristen. She said, Dear Average Boy, every day my older sister comes into my room and asks if she looks okay. I don't understand why she has to always ask me. Why can't she just ask someone else? Please help. Wow. Did you have any advice for her? I did. I knew exactly what to tell her. Using the best manners possible, I told her to put her hands on the sides of her sister's face, lightly pinch her cheeks, and say, You look so cute. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You're a good girl. (laughs) Wow. That should uh, stop her from asking how she looks ever again. Or Kristen could try any of these responses. Look at me. What makes you think I know what looks good? Or she could have said, why, do you think I need glasses? Or she could tell her that she looks good, but it's what's inside that counts the most. That's, that's actually probably the best one. You know, I actually agree with you. Uh, the key is to be honest and to build each other up, just like the Bible says. And speaking of good books, now's probably a good time to remind our listeners that they can find lots of good advice, godly wisdom, and big laughs in devotions for super average kids, books one and two. Plus, you can read my column, Adventures of Average Boy, every month and focus on the family, Clubhouse Magazine. Just go to averageboy.org for more information about the books or magazine. And if you have any questions about the podcast or about your faith in God, call us and leave us a message at 1-888-465-6595. Please make sure to get your parents' permission before you call because we may use your question and your voice on a future podcast. Okay, that's all for today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family, and no one is more focused than me. So, I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse. And always remember, don't be average. Yeah, be super average. Here.